the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr., and welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose. Or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. In studio with me is my good friend, producer, and co-host, Mr. Carl Big Papa Welsh. How are we doing today, Carl? I'm doing good, Carl. How are you doing today, man? Man, I got a guy today, Carl, that our listeners are just going to be... I mean, they're just going to be taken aback by it. This brother right here has access and control of probably one of the most precious real estate in the world. He controls the 14th floor of the San Francisco Westin Hotel on Union Square. This is Dr. John Adamola. How you doing, John? How you doing today? Thank you, Carl. Right, thank you, Carl. Thank did, you. Did he thank did you. he do your name justice, or you want to say your last name better than that? He he, he, he did well. He did it well. Time. All right, all right. Adam, all right. Adamola. I, I just I'm just yes. gonna say Dr. John, just because I love that so much. Well, well pronounced. Thank you, thank you all. Well, we are we are very excited, Dr. John, to hear your your history because our listeners would want to know who you are that controls that type of real estate. Give us a little background about yourself, Dr. John. Thank you very much, Carl. Um, God controls everything. We are Thank just you. messengers of, um, of his or that. Um, my career spans um, four decades um, over the world in um, medical, clinical research area. Uh, my career spans across Africa, uh, U.S., Asia, and uh, Europe. Uh, during those periods, um, I've been recipient of uh, four international scholarships. Uh, the British Commonwealth Scholarship, given by the British, uh, which took me to study in England. Um, the Mombusho Scholarship, uh, the Japanese uh, Prestigious Scholarship, and uh, the American Fogarty Fellowship. In all those years, while I was studying, um, I was working mostly on um, healthcare, technology, beauty, wellness, doing clinical research in all the institutions that have um, worked in. Uh, when I came to the United States about 25, 25 years ago, I came to UCSF, uh, where I joined the School of Medicine, conducting medical and clinical research for private industries, uh, for technology industry, 
for government institutions as well. Some of the landmark work that we have done uh, were some of the work that the Air Force have used over the years. Uh, dermatology institutions some, are some of the key areas we have had landmark. Uh, pharma industries and technology also have benefited from the work that I've done over the years. This was uh, before I started um, SFI um, in San Francisco at the Union Square where Carl and I met. That is fantastic. I mean, the whole thing about this clinical research, every time I hear that, Dr. John, I think of people who are signing up to actually be folks that are going to get things tested on them. Uh, can you tell us, how does that normally work? If Carl and I wanted to come down and donate or just be a part of it, <laughs> Carl's eyes got a little big. I mean, sometimes they'll pay people to do that, right? That's correct. That's correct. Uh, every product, most before they go to the market, have to be tested to make sure they are safe and they work the way they're supposed to. Uh, drugs, uh, technologies, um, medical devices, as even skincare, consumer products have to be tested. We rely on consumers and patients to help us test products before they go to the market. This is how we release those products to the market. They have been tested before in many, many environments, in animals, in in vitro. So you're actually testing a product that's already evaluated but is ready to go to the market for um, consumption or to the hospitals. So we recruit patients from um, everywhere in the database. In our database in San Francisco, Bay Area, we have about 20,000 people that are participating in these studies. And this is one of the world's largest multi-ethnic population testing center because we have every diversity group. We have Japanese, Chinese, Korean, African-American, all Asians, Caucasians, Hispanic there. So companies come to us because we have the largest diversity population to test products. We will engage you, um, pay you for these studies if you are going to do clinical trials. Um, companies such as um, uh, almost every company have come to San Francisco. We have um, Shishedo, we have Estelode, uh, we have L'Oreal, we have Gardema. As I speak to you today, Philip from Netherlands just arrived in our facility testing the next generation of technologies that are going to be launched for aesthetic and medical treatments. Wow, that's fantastic. Philip Estelade. Man, now, is that done under the uh, San Francisco Institute or is that done under the biometric side? It's done under biometrics. Uh, biometrics is the flagship of our company. Mm-hmm. Biometrics started about 20-something years ago uh, by myself and UCSF. Um, my mentors at UCSF who worked together with me after about 10 years, we launched Biometrics Clinic. We started in Ocean Avenue. Uh, so Biometrics is um, a world-class leading clinical research company that conducts research for pharmaceutical, technology, medical um, industries. We also work with uh, government institutions as well. Uh, the headquarters is in San Francisco. We have branches in Asia, we have in Europe, and we have um, also branches in the Middle East as well. So that means that companies like Philip, who are located other places, like in the Netherlands or anywhere, anybody who hears this and they would like to be a part of testing 
what they're doing before it goes to public can contact you and you and your team and your organization and your company. You guys can help them develop the right type of testing so they can make sure these products are safe for people, right? Correct. Correct. That, that, that's what we do. Uh, companies um, all over the world, as Philip is here today, uh, companies um, in Silicon Valley, in our neighborhood here, who would like to test their products um, in for American markets and for external markets, they do come to us. Uh, one of the things we have done for industries is we are their arms in the local community here mm-hmm. in the U.S. U.S. is a local community for us. And we are also their access to them outside U.S. if they want to launch their products in Europe, in Asia, and other parts of the world. So everybody comes to us for this purpose, to do testing, research, and make sure their product pass regulatory terms in each of the countries where they're going to be sold. You know, when you said that about Silicon Valley companies, can you give me an idea of a couple of the companies that would be like perfect clients of yours? Can you give me an idea of a couple of them? Um, I'll use the example of what we've done around the world to, start to see what Silicon Valley will be able to do. From the large companies to the smallest ones, we're talking about Apple. Mm-hmm. I would love to have to work with Apple. Apple's wearables um, have to be tested. We have all the tools and the capability to test all the Apple's biomedical devices. Google, Google is um, a potential client of ours that should be able to access the resources and the knowledge that we have. So Philip is a company that should be able to benefit from the resources and the strength that we have. All these companies that I mentioned are doing testing. They are not doing it in the environment of multi-ethnic diversity that we have which other countries have come to enjoy in San Francisco. So I would expect that these large companies that are here in Silicon Valley will be able to use what others are coming to use from outside U.S. In a, right in their own backyard. Now, would you think a company like Genentech, Genentech is a big company, and I know they deal with drugs. Would that be a a same type of company that would be interested in somebody like you or even a startup? Like if somebody's a a brand new startup and they got funding to do something, it may be wise to connect with you and keep their funding, keep their R&D costs down. Does it work like that? It does exactly work. That's all right. Genentech would be a big winner. If they come to work in our platform, they will see it. When I come to talk about the medical part, we've been talking about research now, you will see what Genentech will benefit from both our research capabilities and medical capabilities and other things that we have in the platform. Smaller entrepreneurs are also welcome. We have worked with small entrepreneurs from outside the U.S. who have come to do their testing and research in our platform. So we can work with them on R&D. Uh, the cost will be effective. We also provide intellectual contributions to mm. smaller companies, even to large ones as well. Um, most companies that come to us, we just do not test their product. We help them in product development as well. That is something unique about our organization. We look at their protocol, look at their devices, look at their product. We help them tailor their technology and product to where the market is going. So smaller companies will benefit from us if they work with us. Uh, we can work with them to also apply for grants as well. Remember, we came from academic background before we became industry giants. 
So we will work with smaller companies uh, to help them to uh, maximize their research budget and probably work with them to develop and incubate them as well. Wow, man, that sounds so fantastic. I'm just waiting to uh, dive into some of the stuff in the second half because when you told me about the spa, I was just thinking about how nice that would be to go and just relax at the Westing Hotel and then go to your spa. So in the second half, we're going to talk about that, Dr. John. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. And now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Dr. John Amadola. And, and Dr., during the break, you told me something about J.P. Morgan, and I know that's a huge event coming up. Why don't you tell our listeners what's happening with J.P. Morgan coming to your, coming to your location? Well, thank you very much, Carl. Um, between January 5th and 9th in 2019, uh, J.P. Morgan will, will be hosting a major event. Um, with um, industries um, that are looking for funding. Uh, pharma companies, uh, dermatology companies, technology companies are going to be meeting JP Morgan executives to discuss the budget and funding and partnership with the bank to be able to move their products to the next stage. So we are hosting series of events in our platform around the same time. And the events we look at uh, four teams. We're going to be just showcasing how we can help industries in the CBD, R&D product development. We'll be talking about confocal microscopy, new technologies that we have that are able to look at how to measure things inside people's body. We'll also be showcasing our Institute of Aesthetic Visionary Medicine, how you can integrate um, medicine with treatment and spa at the same time. We also talk about a platform for taking products from consumer product to drug and vice versa. Basically, it will showcase our entire operation during the JP Morgan event. And we'd like to invite corporate partners to come to our event during the period of JP Morgan. So you got a series of events that's going to happen from January the 5th through January the 9th, right? Correct. And you're you're going to host it, and the public is invited. Everyone is invited, right? Everyone is invited. Um, uh, Industry leaders, especially are invited. Every industry leader in the area has to go to J.P. Morgan because they are coming here anyway. Uh, Consumers are invited. Uh, Patients are invited. Doctors are invited. We are looking for doctors to come to our platform to be able to be our partners in the location as well. Everyone is invited, but we want people, especially, it's going to be crowded. There's going to be a lot of security. You can't get into the hotel during JP Morgan event unless you have an invitation, unless you have a special security plan. So you have to contact us and we have to screen you to know that your coming will be relevant to the event if you're interested. So how can people contact you? And you could do your website, or you could do a phone number, and we'll do it again later in the show, but how could people contact you so they can be able to be invited for this event? Uh, please call me on 415-845-4638. Can you or say that again? Good. Can you say that again? It's 415 and you were going to do a website too? I, I, I stopped you on the website. Go ahead. Correct. The website to go to is a S, S for sugar, F for Frank, Institute, 
sfinstitute.com. So sfinstitute.com, and you can get a chance to be invited to that J.P. Morgan event January 5th through January 9th, hosted by Dr. John Amadola. And Dr. John Amadola runs a bunch of different things on the 14th floor of the Weston Hotel in San Francisco Union Square. All of our listeners, if you, you want to pay close attention to this because you may be able to participate in some of the studies that Dr. John's doing, or you can, you never know, you may win something and, and get the couple spa. I want to go to the spa. You want to go to well, 14th floor. 14th floor. Yeah, I, I think that's incredible. But Dr. John, I'd like to ask a question, though. And, and, and yes, also, love and happiness, I do think about spas. But speaking of love and happiness, I have a 14-year-old daughter. And they have makeup classes. Makeup, uh, they they get together on Fridays and they they test on makeup. My daughter is a fair-skinned young lady, um, but you know there are different shades. There's Africans, um, and then there have you know uh, white young young ladies that are white and that are that are um, Latino. So there are different shades of color there. When you guys do your testing uh, on site, and when you, especially when you talk about the diversity in your testing uh, and your screenings, what type of protocols do you guys have, especially if you're testing for young girls? What type of protocols do you guys have to, for, to make sure that those, uh, those girls are, are, are safe uh, in, the, um, oh. in their testing? Thank you for your question. That's very important. Uh, first, before uh, most um, all testing to be done on people, under the age of 18, must have parental consent. So a parent must consent. We cannot enroll anyone under 18 to a clinical trial without getting consent from their parents or their guidance. Um, Once we get that, there are categories of products that we do test among um, uh, teenagers. Uh, Acne products, for example. Uh, We test products um, from cosmetic products to um, OTC products, um, to even drug products that will help um, young uh, men and women on acne. Um, pr- protocols are very strict for every testing that we do, but much more so when we're doing testing that involve younger uh, generation of um, people. Um, some of the studies have gone through already a series of testing, in vitro testing, animal testing, or other testing that will be done, not necessarily animal, to make sure that the products are safe. We do ingredient reviews. So we will look at the composition of the product, we look at the content, we look at the compatibility with skin, uh, we look at historical system of the product. And then we submit most of the protocols to ethical committee. This is the body that governs um, the clinical research um, programs. Um, in different parts of the country. And this group reports back to the FDA. So and this group reviews the protocol, um, asks us questions before they give approval, before we can go ahead to do tests among any population. When there are populations that are called vulnerable populations, younger people beyond 18, people that are in prison, babies, people that cannot consent for themselves, people that have a different language um, barrier. So there is a different protocol for these people. We have to go through a lot of barriers to address the needs and the concern for the safety of this population before we do testing on them. Well, you definitely sound like a clinical researcher. <laughs> but that's exactly what we need. Be, I want to ask you a question about things that are regulated and not regulated. We were talking about that earlier. 
Can you share with us, like when a manufacturer makes a product, what actually happens and, and what types of products are regulated and not regulated and why they would need a company like yours? Okay, thank you, Carl. Um Cosmetic products are not regulated compared to um, medical devices or pharma. Pharma products, drugs, OTC are regulated. Cosmetics are not regulated, at least here in the United States. In Europe and other parts of the world, they are much more regulated. But as I said earlier, it is the responsibility of every manufacturer, cosmetic manufacturer as well, even though they are not regulated, they are, it is the responsibility of the manufacturer to make sure that the products are safe and the claims that they are making are substantiated and that the products they are going to release to the market uh, meet the standard that they are supposed to be made. So even though non-regulated cosmetics, they are under scrutiny they, and the responsibility is on the manufacturer to make sure that the products are safe before they are released to the market. Yeah, because I'm always worried when I see things on television that says, yeah, this will make your hair grow, but it'll also make your <clears throat> maybe grow too. So we don't want to, we, we don't want to get those types of products that we haven't been tested. And I, I really wish there was a way I could find out if they were tested by you. Hey, there's a big talk about this stuff about CBD and the claims that it can make and all that. Where are you at with that? Can you share a little bit with me and Carl about the CBD claims that people are talking about? Okay. A lot of um, a lot of people um, are a lot of um, products that are being marketed. Um, a lot of people make claims that are not substantiated. Um, that's why people have to come to us. The FDA has um, put a lot of um, control and monitoring on products that are adulterated, uh, unbranded, or claims that cannot be substantiated. Um, the FDA has issued citations and warning letters to a lot of companies, manufacturers of cosmetic products. Large ones are not object; they are not even excluded from these citations um, to make sure that the product that they are selling actually has um, the claims are substantiated. So, if you want to be within the law, you have to take your products to a testing laboratory where you are going to make claims and ask them to, to substantiate for you to show that the product actually does work for the claim you are mentioning and to make sure that um, the product is safe as well. Uh, CBD is a very interesting um, area of our program. Um, we try to go into the CBD business uh, because the last few years, the CBD has been a major um, mm-hmm. impact in the state of California. Mm-hmm. But... All the claims that have been right now, CBD is just at the stage of people just testing, using it. There's no mm-hmm. testing going on at, in, in CBD world. The industry has not benefited from the application of professional research services like us. So in the last few months, I've approached the, the state, the city, and I attend, I'm attending a series of seminars uh, where we are offering our services to CBD manufacturers. Um, the safety and efficacy of CBD products have not been examined thoroughly in human applications. And this is one of the major challenges of, the, of that industry being accepted by consumers, by patients, or by the government. 
Wow. So if we are able to bring our skill and resources to the industry, it will remove most of the challenges and the block that has reduced the ability of these products to get to the market um, in an efficient way. Well, I hope a lot of our listeners are, are listening to that. You know, I want to I talk about a couple of different things because there's three sort of companies that are on that 14th floor. One of them is the San Francisco Institute, right? And that's where people yes. can come and actually, I saw it, you have surgeries there, right? People can have different kinds of surgeries, whether it's a, a tummy tuck, maybe it's a breast augmentations or lips or whatever. You do that on the 14th floor right there at the Westin. Is that true? Yes, we do. We, we do. That's a that's amazing. And then the other part of it is that Carl and I were talking about earlier is and I want to enunciate this right. Rejuve. Rejuve is the spa that is connected to the Western Hotel. So if you're uh, you're renting a room at the Western Hotel, you can actually come up there and do a spa. But you can actually just go to the spa without being a Western client. Is that true? That is correct. Um, in, in, in the 14th floor, um, we have many things going on. I will just summarize. It is um, it, it, it's in the Union Square. It's at the 14th floor Western Hotel. This, it is a center dedicated to excellence in anti-aging, regenerative medicine, health, and wellness for diverse ethnic population. It's unique because it's an integration of science, medicine, and research, which we have talked about in the, in the last few minutes. It brings innovative solutions to patients, uh, to healthcare professionals, and to consumers. So inside the facility, we have a couple of things going on there. We have plastic surgery center. It is the only plastic surgery center in San Francisco on top of a hotel. Wow. Which means you can do treatment, you can do small surgery, large surgery, and go into the hotel for the corporation. Those of you who travel, my listeners who are traveling, who are executives, you've gone to Asia, you've gone to Europe, this is the norm where you have medical centers attached to a hotel. We are bringing that concept into this into facility here. So you have do facial surgery, body surgery, breast surgery, um, um, tummy talk surgery, you can do it in that facility. Wow. The facility is, is going to be triple Cordipo A certified well, um, by doc- January. Yeah, Dr. John, I want to let you know we got um, a little less than a minute. And uh, okay. I, I, I want everybody to hear what you're looking for because I know there are partners that, are, that would like to get with you. We already talked about the different corporate partners that would like to come. There's even patients and people who want to be a part of the study. We're hoping that those startups that have lots of money in R&D would want to validate their products with you. How could people reach you? And I think probably one of the best ways to reach you is definitely going to be your phone number. But can would you mind giving out your phone number and a website? Absolutely. My phone number is 415 Four six three eight four one five eight four five four six three eight, and the um, website is sfinstitute.com. sfinstitute.com. Yes. 
Well, Dr. John, we're definitely going to invite you back because you've just been a wealth of information and all of our listeners need to hear and know what you're doing. If they missed this show, they can get it back on blackchamber.com on our podcast. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.